0: offering you the chance to hear a 15 to 20 minute Bible reading each weeknight. The entire Bible, every year. Hear the scriptures, then call in with your comments and questions. This is the best show in the world. Well, actually, I was speaking against everything you are talking about before, and uh, now I, I stand humbly corrected. I'm a pastor, and our people really need to know the word more. The Bible also transformed the life of your Bible Live host a full-blooded apache indian born out of wedlock and abandoned at birth soapy dollar was found in a big city alley by a kind-hearted fortune teller then passed around to 16 families before he was six years old placed in a home for homeless and delinquent boys soapy dollar heard the bible's life-changing message at the age of eight and the course of his life was changed He's an American Indian guitar-play-it-all-around rodeo cowboy.
1: I keep my thumb between the pages and my heart in the book.
0: With more degrees than a thermometer, and over 40 years of introducing folks just like you to the God of the Bible, here is Sophie Deller.
1: And here I am. (laughs) Whoopee! (laughs) Here we are, folks. I tell you what, most importantly, what is really important about this radio program is not so much your host as it is here is the Bible Live. This is God's talk show. If you could rightly say God has an actual talk show, I don't know how you could come any closer to it than broadcasting the scriptures. Tonight, we'll finish reading the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk came to God with questions about God's judgment. Why would you use such wicked nations like Babylon and Assyria to punish Judah? And then he asked God why the wicked in Judah were not being punished. Because it took so long. Prophets had been warning so long. It's one of the aspects of God's judgment. He always warns. He always gives a great deal of time to repent and gives us opportunity to repent. The Bible is just full of warnings. Finally, though, God does act. And Habakkuk has questions about what are the reasons that God acts? God's actions in this world are not final. God never ever thinks of perfecting this world where good and evil coexist, where sinners and saints live together, all governed by the same morally neutral natural laws. They affect the sinner as well as the saint. They affect believers and unbelievers the same. A bullet doesn't turn to a marshmallow just because it was shot at a Christian. Good people suffer and sometimes it seems that the wicked prosper. And it confused Habakkuk, other prophets, and it confuses us today. God and judgment. Now we'll move from Habakkuk into Zephaniah and then to the first of the post-exilic prophets, the book of Haggai. Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi prophesied and ministered after the people returned from the 70 years of exile in Babylon. But right now, Psalm 137, a person in exile weeps over the bitterness of captivity on the Bible Life, Psalm 137. Beside the rivers of Babylon we sat and wept as we thought of Jerusalem. We put away our lyres, hanging them on the branches of the willow trees. For there our captors demanded a song of us. Our tormentors requested a joyful hymn. Sing us one of those songs of Jerusalem. But how can we sing the songs of the Lord while in a foreign land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its skill upon the harp. May my tongue stick to the roof of my mouth if I fail to remember you, if I don't make Jerusalem my highest joy. O Lord, remember what the Edomites did on the day the armies of Babylon captured Jerusalem. Destroy it, they yelled. Level it to the ground. O Babylon, you will be destroyed. Happy is the one who pays you back for what you have done to us. Happy is the one who takes your babies and smashes them against the rocks. End of reading Psalm one hundred and thirty
3: seven. Awesome this,
2: this is the Bible Live with Sophie Dollar.
1: I was just looking back in my Bible here at the books we have read already from the minor prophets. Hosea, the prophet who was commanded by God to marry a wife who was unfaithful to him. Gomer, who became a prostitute. Joel, with his vision of locusts and the day of the Lord, God's judgment. Amos, the farmer, prophesying against the northern tribes and warning them of God's judgment through the Assyrians. Jonah, the hesitant, disobedient prophet who finally had to go preach to Nineveh and saw the greatest revival as Nineveh repented. But right now we've come to Habakkuk, wondering about God's judgments. He's asking questions, showing that God does not mind when we ask questions as long as our questions are sincere and our hearts are open to hear his answer. Tonight we begin with Habakkuk's response to God, a response of prayer to how God answered his questions on the Bible Life. Habakkuk 3.1 through Zephaniah to Haggai 2.9, Habakkuk 3. This prayer was sung by the prophet Habakkuk. I have heard all about you, Lord, and I am filled with awe by the amazing things you have done. In this time of our deep need, begin again to help us, as you did in years gone by. Show us your power to save us, and in your anger, remember your mercy. I see God, the Holy One, moving across the deserts from Edom and Mount Paran. His brilliant splendor fills the heavens, and the earth is filled with His praise. What a wonderful God He is! Rays of brilliant light flash from His hands. He rejoices in his awesome power, pestilence marches before him, plague follows close behind. When he stops, the earth shakes. When he looks, the nations tremble. He shatters the everlasting mountains and levels the eternal hills. But his power is not diminished in the least. I see the peoples of Kushan and Midian trembling in terror. Was it in anger, Lord, that you struck the rivers and parted the sea? Were you displeased with them? no you were sending your chariots of salvation you were commanding your weapons of power you split open the earth with flowing rivers the mountains watched and trembled onward swept the raging waters the mighty deep cried out lifting its hands to the lord the lofty sun and moon began to fade obscured by brilliance from your arrows and the flashing of your glittering spear You marched across the land in awesome anger and trampled the nations in your fury. You went out to rescue your chosen people to save your anointed ones. You crushed the heads of the wicked and laid bare their bones from head to toe. With their own weapons you destroyed those who rushed out like a whirlwind, thinking Israel would be easy prey. You trampled the sea with your horses and the mighty waters piled high. I trembled inside when I heard all this. My lips quivered with fear. My legs gave way beneath me, and I shook in terror. I will wait quietly for the coming day, when disaster will strike the people who invade us. Even though the fig trees have no blossoms, and there are no grapes on the vine, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He will make me as sure-footed as a deer and bring me safely over the mountains. For the choir director, this prayer is to be accompanied by stringed instruments. You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. The Book of Zephaniah, Zephaniah 1. The Lord gave these messages to Zephaniah when Josiah son of Ammon was king of Judah. Zephaniah was the son of Cushi, son of Gedaliah, son of Amariah, son of Hezekiah. I will sweep away everything in all your land, says the Lord. I will sweep away both people and animals alike. Even the birds of the air and the fish in the sea will die. I will reduce the wicked to heaps of rubble along with the rest of humanity, says the Lord. I will crush Judah and Jerusalem with my fist and destroy every last trace of their Baal worship. I will put an end to all the idolatrous priests, so that even the memory of them will disappear. For they go up to their roofs and bow to the sun, moon, and stars. They claim to follow the Lord, but then they worship Molech too. So now I will destroy them. And I will destroy those who used to worship me, but now no longer do. They no longer ask for the Lord's guidance or seek my blessings. Stand in silence in the presence of the Sovereign Lord. For the awesome day of the Lord's judgment has come. The Lord has prepared his people for a great slaughter and has chosen their executioners. On that day of judgment, says the Lord, I will punish the leaders and princes of Judah and all those following pagan customs. Yes, I will punish those who participate in pagan worship ceremonies and those who steal and kill to fill their masters' homes with loot. On that day, says the Lord, a cry of alarm will come from the fish gate and echo throughout the newer Mishnah section of the city. And a great crashing sound will come from the surrounding hills. Wail in sorrow all you who live in the market area, for all who buy and sell there will die. I will search with lanterns in Jerusalem's darkest corners to find and punish those who sit contented in their sins, indifferent to the Lord, thinking He will do nothing at all to them. They are the very ones whose property will be plundered by the enemy whose homes will be ransacked. They will never have a chance to live in the new homes they have built. They will never drink wine from the vineyards they have planted. That terrible day of the Lord is near. Swiftly it comes, a day when strong men will cry bitterly. It is a day when the Lord's anger will be poured out. It is a day of terrible distress and anguish, a day of ruin and desolation, a day of darkness and gloom of clouds, blackness, trumpet calls, and battle cries. Down go the walled cities and strongest battlements. Because you have sinned against the Lord, I will make you as helpless as a blind man searching for a path. Your blood will be poured out into the dust, and your bodies will lie there, rotting on the ground. Your silver and gold will be of no use to you on that day of the Lord's anger, for the whole land will be devoured by the fire of His jealousy. He will make a terrifying end of all the people on earth. Zephaniah 2. Gather together and pray, you shameless nation. Gather while there is still time. Before judgment begins and your opportunity is blown away like chaff. Act now before the fierce fury of the Lord falls and the terrible day of the Lord's anger begins. Beg the Lord to save you. All you who are humble, all you who uphold justice. Walk humbly and do what is right. Perhaps even yet the Lord will protect you from His anger on that day of destruction. Gaza, Ashkelon, Ashdod, Ekron, these Philistine cities too will be rooted out and left in desolation. And how terrible it will be for you Philistines who live along the coast and in the land of Canaan, for this judgment is against you too. The Lord will destroy you until not one of you is left. The coastal area will become a pasture, a place of shepherd camps and enclosures for sheep. The few survivors of the tribe of Judah will pasture there. They will lie down to rest in the abandoned houses in Ashkelon. For the Lord their God will visit his people in kindness and restore their prosperity again. I have heard the taunts of the people of Moab and Ammon, mocking my people and invading their borders. Now, as surely as I live, says the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, Moab and Ammon will be destroyed as completely as Sodom and Gomorrah. Their land will become a place of stinging nettles, salt pits, and eternal desolation. Those of my people who are left will plunder them and take their land. They will receive the wages of their pride, for they have scoffed at the people of the Lord Almighty. The Lord will terrify them as he destroys all the gods in the land. Then people from nations around the world will worship the Lord, each in their own land. You Ethiopians will also be slaughtered by my sword, says the Lord. And the Lord will strike the lands of the north with his fist. He will destroy Assyria and make its great capital, Nineveh, a desolate wasteland, parched like a desert. The city that once was so proud will become a pasture for sheep and cattle. All sorts of wild animals will settle there. Owls of many kinds will live among the ruins of its palaces, hooting from the gaping windows. Rubble will block all the doorways, and the cedar paneling will lie open to the wind and weather. This is the fate of that boisterous city, once so secure. In all the world there is no city as great as I, it boasted. But now look how it has become an utter ruin, a place where animals live. Everyone passing that way will laugh in derision or shake a defiant fist. You're listening to the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Zephaniah 3. How terrible it will be for rebellious, polluted Jerusalem, the city of violence and crime. It proudly refuses to listen even to the voice of the Lord. No one can tell it anything. It refuses all correction. It does not trust in the Lord or draw near to its God. Its leaders are like roaring lions hunting for their victims, out for everything they can get. Its judges are like ravenous wolves at evening time, who by dawn have left no trace of their prey. Its prophets are arrogant liars seeking their own gain. Its priests defile the temple by disobeying God's laws. But the Lord is still there in this city, and he does no wrong. Day by day his justice is more evident, but no one takes notice. The wicked know no shame. I have wiped out many nations, devastating their fortress walls and towers. Their cities are now deserted, their streets are in silent ruin. There are no survivors to even tell what happened. I thought surely they will have reverence for me now. Surely they will listen to my warnings so I won't need to strike again. But no, however much I punish them, they continue their evil practices from dawn till dusk and dusk till dawn. So now the Lord says, Be patient, the time is coming soon when I will stand up and accuse these evil nations, for it is my decision to gather together the kingdoms of the earth and pour out my fiercest anger and fury on them. All the earth will be devoured by the fire of my jealousy. On that day I will purify the lips of all people, so that everyone will be able to worship the Lord together. My scattered people who live beyond the rivers of Ethiopia will come to present their offerings. And then you will no longer need to be ashamed of yourselves, for you will no longer be rebels against me. I will remove all the proud and arrogant people from among you. There will be no pride on my holy mountain. Those who are left will be the lowly and the humble, for it is they who trust in the name of the Lord. The people of Israel who survive will do no wrong to each other never telling lies or deceiving one another. They will live peaceful lives, lying down to sleep in safety. There will be no one to make them afraid. Sing, O daughter of Zion! Shout aloud, O Israel! Be glad and rejoice with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem, for the Lord will remove his hand of judgment and will disperse the armies of your enemy. And the Lord himself, the King of Israel, will live among you. At last your troubles will be over, and you will fear disaster no more. On that day, the announcement to Jerusalem will be, Cheer up, Zion! Don't be afraid, for the Lord your God has arrived to live among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will rejoice over you with great gladness. With His love He will calm all your fears. He will exult over you by singing a happy song. I will gather you who mourn for the appointed festivals. You will be disgraced no more, and I will deal severely with all who have oppressed you. I will save the weak and helpless ones. I will bring together those who were chased away. I will give glory and renown to my former exiles who have been mocked and shamed. On that day I will gather you together and bring you home again. I will give you a good name, a name of distinction among all the nations of the earth. They will praise you as I restore your fortunes before their very eyes. I, the Lord, have spoken. You're listening to The Bible Live with Slippy Dollar. The Book of Haggai, Haggai 1. On August 29 of the second year of King Darius' reign, the Lord gave a message through the prophet Haggai to Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Jeshua, son of Jehoshadot, the high priest. This is what the Lord Almighty says. The people are saying the time has not yet come to rebuild the Lord's house, the temple. So the Lord sent this message through the prophet Haggai. Why are you living in luxurious houses while my house lies in ruins? This is what the Lord Almighty says. Consider how things are going for you. You have planted much but harvested little. You have food to eat but not enough to fill you up. You have wine to drink but not enough to satisfy your thirst. You have clothing to wear, but not enough to keep you warm. Your wages disappear as though you were putting them in pockets filled with holes. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Consider how things are going for you. Now go up into the hills, bring down timber, and rebuild my house. Then I will take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. You hoped for rich harvests, but they were poor. And when you brought your harvest home, I blew it away. Why? Because my house lies in ruins, says the Lord Almighty, while you are all busy building your own fine houses. That is why the heavens have withheld the dew, and the earth has withheld its crops. I have called for a drought on your fields and hills, a drought to wither the grain and grapes and olives and all your other crops, a drought to starve both you and your cattle and to ruin everything you have worked so hard to get. Then Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the whole remnant of God's people obeyed the message from the Lord their God. It had been delivered by the prophet Haggai, whom the Lord their God had sent, and the people worshipped the Lord in earnest. Then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, gave the people this message from the Lord. I am with you, says the Lord. So the Lord sparked the enthusiasm of Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the whole remnant of God's people. They came and began their work on the house of the Lord Almighty, their God. This was on September 21 of the second year of King Darius' reign. Haggai 2. Then, on October 17 of that same year, the Lord sent another message through the prophet Haggai. Say this to Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah and to Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and to the remnant of God's people there in the land. Is there anyone who can remember this house, the temple, as it was before? In comparison, how does it look to you now? It must seem like nothing at all. But now take courage, Zerubbabel, says the Lord. Take courage, Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Take courage, all you people still left in the land, says the Lord. Take courage and work. For I am with you, says the Lord Almighty. My spirit remains among you just as I promised when you came out of Egypt. So do not be afraid, for this is what the Lord Almighty says. In just a little while I will again shake the heavens and the earth. I will shake the oceans and the dry land too. I will shake all the nations, and the treasures of all the nations will come to this temple. I will fill this place with glory, says the Lord Almighty. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord Almighty. The future glory of this temple will be greater than its past glory, says the Lord Almighty. And in this place I will bring peace. I, the Lord Almighty, have spoken. End of reading Habakkuk 3.1 through Zephaniah to Haggai 2.9. Blessed is the man who walks in your favor.
3: Who loves all your words, and hides them like treasure.
1: You're listening to God's talk show, The Bible Live. Sometimes I call
3: out
1: your name. The Bible is live on the airwaves, yes, the Bible itself. You are listening to the words of the prophets of old, Haggai, the prophet Zephaniah. You are hearing their words faithfully passed to us through the decades, the centuries, time, and language we have those words, the message that they delivered to the people of Israel, to the people of Judah in the south in their times and in their context. I was going through earlier the different prophets. Hosea, you remember his wife Gomer, his unfaithful wife. Joel preached about the locusts and the day of the Lord. Amos, the farmer prophet, who was a tender of sheep, and he preached to the kingdom in the north, Samaria. And then there was Obadiah, who preached to the Edomites, the descendants of Esau, and the city of Petra, Selah, the city of stone. And I told you that if you wanted to see the city of Petra, it's in that movie about Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, I believe it is. You can see that famous temple. That is the city, Petra, that Obadiah preached to the Edomites. Then we had Jonah, most well-known perhaps of the minor prophets, the disobedient prophet who ran away from God's calling to preach to the people of Assyria and Nineveh. Then Micah, who prophesied for 55 years, he was a contemporary of Isaiah with his tremendous promises about the Messiah, about Bethlehem. He puts the capital cities on trial, the leaders on trial, the people on trial. Then Nahum, 50 years out, he told Nineveh that they would be destroyed. He prophesied during the time of Manasseh, one of Israel's most wicked kings. Then Habakkuk, with his Q&A with God, he started his ministry the year that Nineveh fell to the Babylonians. His ministry tracks pretty well with the life of Josiah, the eight-year-old king. Zephaniah started the same year as well, the same year that Josiah came to the throne. Tonight we read Zephaniah. You notice that the first chapter is full of terror, warning, and judgment. And then enters hope, a whisper of hope for restoration and for forgiveness and for renewal. And then that comes to a crescendo of deliverance and salvation. In chapter 3, that was the message of Zephaniah tonight. And then Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi, they are the three post exile prophets. Haggai himself was probably born in Babylon. Then he came back with Zerubbabel. Back in the book of Ezra, he is mentioned as being one who speaks and encourages the people. Haggai is there reminding them of their calling, reminding them that they're God's people, and saying, Let's get to work. Today as well, believers are sitting around twiddling their thumbs, getting all weepy and all panicky about the world is falling apart and the sky is falling. We have ungodly leaders and this, that, and the other, and all of that may be true, but we've got to get to work. We've got work to do, and that is to proclaim the message of salvation. You cannot read the prophet, major or minor, without the clear understanding that God has a purpose for humanity beyond planet Earth. God's purpose is not that we would just simply go on and on and on and on forever on this Earth with good and evil coexisting and God's people mixing with many people who don't trust God and don't love God and don't desire God. God's ultimate plan is not this earthly life. His plan is to call out a people for himself that would live in peace and joy and love, and He wants to live with these human beings who desire Him, who want to know Him, honor Him, serve Him, obey Him, a voluntary love relationship with these people, and God is going to bring about judgment to bring those people to Himself. Will you be among them? The Bible
2: Live with Sophie Dollar. Sophie reads from the New Living Translation by Tyndale House Publishers. The Bible Live is dedicated to helping promote spiritual revival across America and your financial support is needed. Please mail your tax-deductible gift to The Bible Live, Post Office Box 18888. That's The Bible Live, P.O. Box 18888, San Antonio, Texas 78218. You may also make credit card donations at the ministry website, theBibelive.com. don't forget, join us each weekday for the Bible Live with Sophie Dollars. Start today and in one year's time we will read and respond together to the entire Bible. Let the most important word you hear each day be God's word.